Welcome mm-hmm. back to another episode of the GOAT Podcast. This is your host, Chrissy the GOAT. Thank you guys for joining me again. And special thank you to my guest today. You want to go ahead and introduce yourself, tell the people yes. a little bit about yourself. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for having me on. I am Always Cooks 24 podcast from Decatur, Alabama, down south representing. And I'm here. Thank you, Miss Chrissy, for letting me come on your platform to discuss a few topics with you or just break it down because uh, I think that you're a great podcaster. Let me just say that. Thank you. Thank you. I just want to say thank you. And to all your people, love y'all. You know what I mean? Always, always appreciate it. Yes, uh, so I do want to just talk podcaster to podcaster. Honestly, I'm over here lighting my sage. Don't mind me. Mm-hmm. To get things going. But um, I want to talk, you know, just how long have you been doing podcasting? Oh, uh, ma'am, I have been uh, in this field uh, probably, let's see, this is 2023, like around 2016, 2015 is when I really got started. Oh, wow. Okay, so you a vet. I didn't know you've been doing it that long, so my questions will fit you perfectly. Okay. <laughs> I did not know that. How did you get started? Uh, well, it all started with um, music. You know what I mean? I know you have a music background as well, and so do I. Uh, you know, uh, I was, uh, you know, Alabama, Decatur, Alabama. Um, me, my cousins, Greg, I mean, everybody got their story. We put a team of us together, and we trial and error. We had some success down south uh, as far as locally. Say it again. With music? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You know what I'm saying? It's like we had all the components. We had a look. We had the young superstar. We had somebody who could make the beats. We had somebody who had the booth and the building. Like, we had everything. But we didn't stick together. We didn't keep it going. Mm -hmm. Individually, I knew I had something in me that needed to be heard. Um, Because I always get compliments like, hey, you're a cool guy. Hey, you all right. Hey, you wouldn't hurt a fly. Hey, I'm always look out for you because you ain't lied to me. You know what I'm saying? Plus, my great granddad, he was a great preacher, speaker. My granddad, same. My uncle, the same. My dad is like a super lovable guy with kids everywhere. You know, my mama is a real hard. (laughs) You know, and uh, 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 my mama, she's a real old school hard rock type of lady. But when you get to know her. You love her. You know what I'm saying? Making that long story short, something special in me. My grandma, I call her Big Mama. She always said, you're a special boy. Don't you ever change. She told me that before she died. I got into watching. I was always a fan of interviews, talk shows, game shows, somebody who got the mic talking and making everybody laugh and bringing them together. I always, you know, a preacher, a host, or whatever. It's just when you bring people together because your good words is genuine, so me and my cousin, the last one that survived in the group, he had a house with a back room and he we put a studio in it. He put a studio in it. And I just added to it. I don't want to sound like I created nothing. I added my flavor to it. He was like, yo, we got something here. I did my first podcast sitting next to a wall with a little notebook and he was doing the audio and we had a little soundboard probably as big as as big as this little thing right here. And I was just pressing little buttons as I was talking, making little noises you know <laughs> and uh, and 
I felt good because I was able to get stuff off my chest because I talked to myself a lot. I ain't crazy. It's just I talked to myself. I just I talked to myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just saying that in my last <laughs> in my last show. Like, I don't know about y'all. I ain't going front or none of that. But I talk to myself. I give myself pep talks. I ask myself, like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with you? Like, you need to get yourself together. I talk about yeah. things that I'm I got coming up or want to do or like I talk to myself. Oh well, it's a good talk. So you yeah, know. <laughs> you know what I mean. So I'm like, yo, I t- I'm so now in my head. I'm thinking to myself, in my head. I talk to myself a lot. I need to get these words out. Maybe I can get a microphone. Maybe I can. I, how do I? Now I'm thinking, how do I do this? So now I'm YouTubing, you you know, podcasting for basic. Looking at the podcast of people, you know what I'm saying? Like people that I don't know, you know, the, the, the white dude with the microphone saying, if you want more things, you got to do this. If you want to do something, something, you got to do this. And this is what you do. Then you're, uh. Then I started seeing some of my favorite hip hop people's putting stuff together. Transitioning over, yeah. Now I'm seeing athletes, old school athletes doing stuff. Everybody. You know, and I'm thinking like, man, I remember when Arsenio used to do it. Like, I want, I want, I want, I want that feeling. I want to be able to bring it together like Arsenio. Hmm, what am I going to do? Then I'm like, well, Facebook Live, Instagram Live, Twitter Live, YouTube Live. Oh, but you got to have a thousand subscribers. Okay, well, why don't I just use the basics and build? And when I, once I figured that out, I've been building, 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 building ever since. I am, I'm not where I need to be or want to be, but I'm happy with the networking. Yes, ma'am. I'm happy with the networking collaboration. And a good friend of mine named JJ All Day, he said, go back and look at everything you've done before you get discouraged. Look at where you started. Look at where you was at. Look at the year that you've done it. And now look at where you are. And that's pretty much basically how I've been rolling, uh, Miss Chrissy. And that's uh, that's good because I did want to ask you, like, do you ever feel defeated with doing doing what you do? And I how have do you before. handle that? Um, I have before. I have before. I ain't gonna lie. I got to tell you. I gotta tell you to go the truth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yes, I have because um I get to looking at what others which is my biggest mistake i get to and that's something that you reminded me of in one of your past shows looking at what other folks doing and getting discouraged when i should just pay more attention to what i'm doing and figure out the next step so i won't even let the discouraged feeling even be able to knock at the door you know what i mean mm-hmm. and how i handle it uh you know of course praying um doing things positive to keep my mind away from that wall of man I need that man I need that dang time in the day ain't fast enough you know what I'm saying so I start just writing down topics studying researching you know checking out shows like yours and others just to get that inspiration I mean that shit like when when I see you when I see you doing your thing and saying what you be saying it's a big inspiration you know you remind me of one of my sisters you like you remind me of of, of somebody that I respect that will tell you the real deal and they don't really care what no, like, 
I don't even, yeah, I, I'm talking right now. Be quiet. Let me get through. Like, you give me that feeling. Like, listen up. So, you and others inspire prayer. Basically, just staying in a positive circle, Miss Chrissy. That's really how I get away from that. Yeah. Is it, do you think it's the same? Like, how do you handle um, adversity? Or is it- I like. I like the challenge. I love the challenge. The, 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 I love that, you know, when I'm back into a corner, I can make it out. You know, um, if that's a good analogy to use, I'm always nick of like I always nick of time. Like it's always that's been one of my life stories. Nick of time. Angel on your shoulder. You know, big mama watching after you. You know what I mean? Like always nick of time, no matter what it is. I'm trying to be more of ahead of time now yeah step ahead two two steps ahead yeah that makes sense i i think i kind of think the same way with that um i just face it head on really and try to just push through uh something that i'm practicing i'm gonna say because i'm not all mm-hmm. the way there but something that i'm working on currently and practicing is when times or things get rough or I'm faced with anything difficult, any kind of challenge to not react instantly. First, take a step back, think about it, like really, really think about it and see what's going on before diving into my emotions. Because, you know, a lot of times when something happens, it'll take over us. We just like, we go into panic mode, like what am I going to do? How am I going to, oh my God, like I wasn't expecting this. How did this happen? Instead of actually just sitting down and having all of those thoughts, but on a more calm level. And then once you're, you're level headed, because you know, we always think about what we going to do to get out of it. But by the time we're almost there or we make it to figuring out the solution, Mm -hmm. we're not even as panicked as we were before. So it's like, just, Take a step back, take a deep breath, relax, and then react. You know, try to figure out what can I do instead of like, oh my God, oh my God, but trying to figure out what I could do to get up out of this. So that's something like, like I told you before, I be practicing what I preach. It ain't all judgment. I may see some and I don't agree with some or I don't like some or I would never do that. But it's more so me preaching to myself before I could preach to the choir or anybody else. And that's what I wish a lot more people would would take from what I do say, because even Mm -hmm. when like I don't mind constructive criticism, if you tell me something and I'm a biggest crybaby in the world. I'm way more soft and sensitive than people would ever imagine. Like I cry a lot. I really do. Not just when I'm going through, but like I'm just an emotional person. So when I'm told something, of course, if it's not what I want to hear or not what I'm prepared for, I'm going to be offended or it's going to like, dang, like, hold on. What? You know, I do that. My (laughs) daughter just told me something the other day and I'm like, wait, what? But what she told me wasn't wrong. I have to realize like, okay, you know, you got a point. It's going to hurt a little bit because like I said, it's not what we want to hear, but it's what we need to hear, you know? And that's like, I'm even going through that with my mother right now because she's not always right. As a parent, we're not always right, but she'd be so stuck up in this 
I'm the mother, you're the child type of thing. Mm. And I have to tell her, yes, you are. I'm 39 years old. Yes, you are my mother. Yes, I do respect you to the fullest. But just because you're my mother, I'm not going to condone your wrong. I'm not going to hold out on telling you you're wrong when you're wrong. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to give you that correction. And I would expect the same thing from you and even from my kids. It's not, I hate that she's so stuck in like this, whatever it's called, these old times, like where it's like anything you say to your parents is taken as disrespect. You can say it in Mm -hmm. the most respectful way. Oh, you're disrespectful. You disrespected me. You shouldn't have said that. No, I should have said that. Like I had to take my mom out to lunch yesterday because I had told her something. She did not agree with it or she didn't. She wasn't accepting to it, but it was the honest to God truth. And she needed to hear it from somebody and who more than me to hear it from. (laughs) But she doesn't know how to take that. And so we went out to lunch yesterday and we just sat there and we were talking and I was just like, giving it to her raw. And I'm telling her, like, I love you to death. I'm a ride with you every time. You're my mother. You bring me in this world. But I just want you to understand that you're not always right. And everything that I tell you, I don't have I don't have all the answers, but I just speak from a realistic point of view. I'm not going to sugarcoat nothing and I'm not going to I'm not biased at all. So like this is what you need to hear at times. And I had just really like I probably gave her a speech for like 20, 25 minutes. And when I got done, she was just like, she just looked at me for a minute and she's like, you need to speak. You need to be a speaker or something. You need to do this. And I said, that's why I have a podcast. That's why Mm -hmm. I wanted to do this for so long. I said, I've been doing this like what, since I was already working on it. Well, really since last year, but I kicked off my new, my, my own show. In March, I'm like, I've been doing this. Y'all just don't support me, but I do it. I have a lot of content out there that you can take notes from or whatever. And she was like, I be listening. I be watching you. I said, you don't watch me. I was like, tell me something that I've said. She was like, she watched the last two uh, episodes that I, I did or something. I'm like, and what was I talking about? And I guess she do be listening, <laughs> but she was <laughs> like, she quoted something that I had said. And then she's like, uh, you be talking like always, like you always do. And I just looked at her like, what? But yeah, <laughs> like I always do. And I know that about me, though. I know that I'm a talker. I know that I have a lot of input on things. And that's why I am where I am right now, because I like to get my input. And I love conversation name. and I love debating. <laughs> So I'm comfortable in that. I don't care. Everyone is not going to like it, but it's what I love to do. But as far as that, um, because dang, I went all in deep in that. But um, as far as podcasting, like, what's your take on podcasting? How do you feel about Uh, it? So far now, it can be, well, okay, start out like this. It can be a therapy, in my opinion. It can be a great therapy for someone who feel like they have a lot on their mind, a lot to say. Um, it can be a way of, it can be a, a lane for people who like to network, who like to create, who like to collaborate, especially when you can be in a circle or a square of people that love, love it like you love it. Mm-hmm. You might love different. And one thing about me, 
Uh, I'm a friendly person, so I like friends. I like to have friends. You know what I'm saying? I like to have friends. I don't like to sit in a room by myself unless I'm just drop dead tired. Other than that, I love to have friends. You know what I'm saying? And being able to turn this on one of the moments where it's like, man, I need to get this off my chest. Somebody else might have that same feeling, different topic, but same feeling, but you can still relate somewhere in the middle. Podcasting can bring stuff like that together. Also, on the flip side of it, it's hard for people like us because we really coming from the from the ground, actual ground up versus ex-basketball player, ex-football player, ex-TV show star, ex-YouTuber uh, that was doing all kind of stuff and got in trouble and now they're making a comeback five years later. You still got that crowd. You know what I mean? They, they so following. Yep. I have more respect for people like us who do this. And I ain't disrespecting them, but y'all already got That's half a foot. Yeah, you got a whole half. Your half of your whole body is already in there. You know what I'm saying? We still trying to get the right key to unlock the door to be like, hey, what's up? Now check this out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah. but at the same time, we can reach them people that them big dogs can't reach. And we are assembling our force and our listeners and our viewers. And then I'm a listener. I'm a viewer. I'm a fan too. So I'm not going to act like in this podcast world that I ain't got to just be behind the mic. I can be next to it. I can be beside it. I can be in front of it. I can be just in the room listening. Like everything about the podcast world, I love it. And then you got those that 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 that, that can saturate it, that can mess it up. Those that can, they just like drama. They like to, you know what I'm saying? That's how they get their numbers. Mm-hmm. What can I mess with? What can I, what can, who can I make mad next? Who can I, you know, you got some people out there that just get on here and talk shit. And, and 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 you know what I mean. So, um, it's a wide world, wide range. It definitely is more popular now than it has ever been. I feel like, and uh, but I'm glad that I knocked on this door, uh, and just meeting net, net, the networking so far has been the best thing for me. But other than that, um, it's a it's a crazy world. You can make money, you can make friends, you can make enemies, you can you can also push yourself down in a rabbit hole and you can also put yourself on top of the ladder, but it's all about how consistent you are. So, Right. Yeah. Consistency is the key to everything. And um, then you said a couple things. So like for me, like it started mm-hmm. because I just love talking to people. I love talking and I've been told so like, I think I've always wanted to do it, but when I started getting more and more people that, wanted my advice that were asking for my advice and they would tell me like you need your own show you need to do this you need to do that or like people really reach out to me like I just have all the answers now no I do not but I do have a lot of experience that's what I speak on I speak from experience I speak on my knowledge and of course I speak on my my beliefs and that's where everything I say or do comes from um but I think that's where a lot of people are wrong. Like how you said, there's football players, there's ex-comedians, artists, like so many different things. There are so many different lanes. And it's like it's like like how they have sports talk. And matter of fact, they have like sports podcasts. Um, mm-hmm. 
they have a religious podcast, they have self-help. For me, like I like the music ones. I might tap into the drama a little bit just to stay yeah. up, but I like the self-help. I like the um I like the motivational and I like those kind of podcasts. That's what I do. When I get in the tub, especially, I'll take me, run me a bath. I'll put my laptop up or whatever. And I have my podcast that I like my go-to podcast. That's what I like. And so I just feel like it's something for everybody. It's something for everybody. But my next question to you was like, how do you feel about the upcoming podcast. You kind of answered that or whatever, but like locally and especially since COVID, people feel like, which it may have been that everybody ran to want to start a podcast. Everybody mm-hmm. want a podcast. Everybody wanted to, you know, like at one point, everybody wanted to do music or whatever the case may be. But I also see a lot of intimidation from, and that's why I said, this is a perfect uh, question for you because you say you've been doing it since 2016. Yes, ma'am. So it's like being like really in it already. How does does it bother you? Like, how do you feel when other people or especially if it's those that, you know, when they're on the come up or they're like, oh, I want to start a podcast or I'm starting one or they actually do. Is there any intimidation or do you feel like, oh, they just want to do what I'm doing or do you embrace them and show them the ropes? It all depends on how they, male, right. female, or team, how they approach. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like how they approach. If I'm doing something, because it's not already happened. Like I've collabed with someone, or I'll, oh, I ain't never been on a podcast before. I ain't never been interviewed before. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. Don't worry about it. Everything good. This is going to be a comfortable situation right here. Because you know? I'm talking to you. Like we already friends, right. gonna be good. Say a little time go by. Now they didn't develop them a show. You know what I'm saying? They might text me and boss me. Hey, you you know you inspired me. You gave me a good idea. You helped me break that thing, that shyness that I've been trying to get rid of. Thank you for that. This this net. I embrace that. Now, if I send someone, this didn't happen to it. We collab. Now, I send you an idea. You take the idea and run with it like it's yours. No, hey, thank good shout, shout out to so-and-so for the idea, you know, got the dot, the dot. No, I don't hear none of that. Now your numbers is building. And I'm, st- I'm, the, I'm the nice guy. So, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm going to share that. Yeah, okay, boom. Oh, oh yeah, share that. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna, let me share that. Let me type on that. Hey, good job. You're doing a good job. Yeah. Then I don't embrace afterwards because you're not showing the same little back you ain't making you ain't doing that rotation you know what i'm saying yeah. you ain't doing that rotation you know what i mean and that's important for me and that's how i gain respect from different podcaster hosts when i tell you i'm gonna support you and show love i know i ain't got to do it every day but if i do it once or twice or three times here and there you're gonna be like hey that person is real right there. They, ever since they told me that two years ago, they stayed been sharing and dot dot to this and dot, you know. So I embrace it when it's real, and I just leave it alone when it's not real. I ain't gonna hate on them, man. 
Cause right. you know, karma, karma is a move. You know what I mean? I ain't gonna hate on them because I don't want nobody to hate on me. I'm sure you know what I'm saying. But at the same time, uh, I think I remember you saying this, and not the right word, but I ain't gonna let you run over me. You know what I'm saying? Like you ain't gonna run over me. I'm you not know, like I'm me. Like I got my own. Like I'm me. You ain't gonna run over me. Like I, I you know, I ain't got to hate on you. I can just go on my way. See you speak. Gone by my business. So, yeah. so pretty much, yeah. So that's pretty much where I'm at on that part of it. Do you feel like it's oversaturated podcasting, or do you feel like it's room for everybody, even in the same lane? I definitely feel like it's room for everybody. Um, the saturated ones are the ones that make you feel like you're not good enough. You know what I'm saying? Um, the saturated ones to me are the ones that feel like they are so high up in the air that they won't even give a person a chance to speak their mind on similar topics. Mm. Uh, just those saturated ones feel like, oh, because you don't have a portfolio 15 years long of, oh, I've been doing this, doing this, that you don't know nothing. Or that you ain't good enough. Where did you get started? How did you start out? You were once in my... And that's why I asked you that. Because I feel like there's so much judgment. And it's kind of like that. Um, Like you get that. Like you know how when older women, they start to age. They may have at one point been the one. Oh, she was beautiful. She had a nice body. She had all of that stuff. But now Mm -hmm. she's aged. And like you had your time. And instead of you embracing the younger women coming up and that are now where you once were, you hate and despise them because you have like this bitterness because you're not there anymore. That's what it reminds me of. There's so many older women like that. I never want to be that older woman. Uh, (laughs) I swear I don't. Even like at my age now, like, you know, there's a younger generation. I see these girls all the time, but it's sometimes it's like, okay, it's some things you don't need to do. But I feel like as being who I am, I'm going to give you input if I can without judging you. But I'm not going to look down on you or be like, and it's like so many things like that I may have wanted to do and I couldn't do back then. So when I, I admire them, I see you. Okay. Do your thing. Like, this is your time to live and, you know, enjoy your life. Enjoy your, your early twenties and all that stuff. Cause you cannot get them back, you know? Okay. So, yeah. But I just see that with a lot of podcasters and I see like, I'm not going to say they're at that bitter state. I think it's just intimidation and it don't matter how good they are. They're intimidated by those coming up as if like, like they try to, they don't let them in the door. They don't want to let them in the door. It's like, if they going to do it, if they going to get in the door, they going to figure it out on their own. I'm not helping. I'm not giving no advice. I'm not giving no encouragement or anything. The only thing I see is them maybe talking down on those that are, and I don't care even if, like you said, it's a way that you do it because some people, the disrespect, the the uh, mimicking and all of that, it'd be so blatant. Mm-hmm. But it's not always that. Like what happened to, what happened to looking at it as as flattering and realizing like, dang, I inspired this person. I inspired yeah. them to do this. Or I inspired them to do that. Oh, they want they they heard me talking about this. OK, now on the flip side, they want to go and they want to open up the door and have this conversation on the same topic. Like 
if we limit topics to just one one person to just one platform how how are any podcasters going to grow how are we going to grow how are we going to reach the masses if we're being so selfish and we don't want anybody to touch on anything we touch on to to have any guests that we have on our shows or anything it's like these are not our possessions so I don't, I see it a lot. I don't understand it, but I just, I roll with it. And it's just like, you know, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why my direction is a little different. Like, it's just some things I know it's great overall topics, but there's a lot of things that I just, I'm not going to say that I don't want to touch on, but mm-hmm. I don't want to be invested in. Like, I don't want yeah. that to be the face of my platform. Not at all. Yes, I feel you. A lot of people crazy out here. They be the jealousy be real. I'm gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> what? Let me let me ask you. Uh, what do you think that would there? What as a black woman podcaster, and I know that as a black woman in this world, it's rougher than most people know. It gets rough and it gets deep. You know what I'm saying? I know what I'm saying. I look at my mom and I think about just like wow, like. So much stuff, even though you make me mad sometimes, this, this, and that, but like the stuff that you had to go through and then the stuff that we see on TVs and commercials and shows and the news, being a black woman podcaster, woman podcaster, do you ever feel extra intimidation towards you when you, when you, and also once, once you get to that level that you want, that you feel like you want to be at, do you feel like the pressure of the world is going to be stronger. You know what I mean? It's going to make you stronger because, you know what I mean, they they already count us out. I, what you, what's your opinion on that? Fact on that? Um, uh, that goes, like, with the adversity. Like, I, I think I already experienced that a lot. And like you said, and like I definitely believe um, our skin color that's already a, a, a count against us. And yes, then being very outspoken and being very um, strong-minded and strong-willed, that's another count against me. Um, I'm one of those people that I say what I feel. I'm very honest, open and honest. Um, I embrace myself which means my flaws and everything that I do carry, my past trauma and everything. I embrace all of that. So it's like I accept me for me. So nobody else can really throw that in my face or make me feel bad about who I am. I've already went through that stage of owning and handling my my um, my past uh, things that I've experienced. So mm-hmm. I think that may, it has definitely made me stronger definitely um and with that people just i don't know what it is but they don't like the fact that you know who you are and that you embrace who you are i embrace being a black woman i embrace being a woman i embrace being someone that went through a lot of things in life i feel like if i hadn't been through any of the things that i've been through in my life in my childhood in my adulthood I don't think I would be where I am now. I don't think I would be on the journey that I'm on. So people don't know how to 
accept the fact that you know who you are, that you know who God created you to be. I'm not out here trying to be like nobody else. I'm not trying to look like nobody else. I'm not trying to change who I am so that I can be accepted. This is who I am. This is me. This is how I speak. This is how I carry myself. You're going to embrace me and accept me for who I am, or you're not going to accept me at all. And so I think that, like I said, that's just, that's it in a nutshell, really. But again, I've always been outspoken and I've always um, had my own mind and my own opinion. So a lot of times um, people don't like that. They don't like that you're going to speak up. They don't like that you're going to stand up for yourself. It comes off. It's very intimidating to others. And in some situations, it seems like you're unapproachable. I am the most approachable person in the world. You can come to me. You can talk to me. You can tell me if I've offended you or anything, and we're going to talk about it. You're not going to disrespect me, and I'm not here to disrespect you, but I'm open to that. Just don't expect to come to me and tell me anything and me not have a response or me not in in result still stand up for who I am and what I believe in. That's a lot of a lot of people's problems when you give an, an opinion or like I do this thing where I ask random questions on my my platforms for feedback so that I can discuss it on the shows and I notice with certain topics, people try to sway my opinion instead of just giving theirs, giving their answer and boom, okay, let's agree to disagree. They like to sway other people's opinions a lot or compare. If I ask you a question right now, there's no, I don't want you to respond with a comparison. Like for instance, if I were to ask you, prime example, matter of fact, because that was my next question for you. Why do black men, why do you think black men date outside of their race and then they they don't do it happily? It's like they can't date outside their race without putting black women down. Why is that? Instead of you giving me your take on that, your real response is going to be, well, why do black women do this? Well, why do black women do that? Well, what about this? What We're not having a conversation if it's a bunch of what ifs. Mm -hmm. I like to dig deep and get to the root of things and actually discuss them. And then we can move on to the next topic. And I can give you my take on why black women may do this or that or whatever it is. A lot of people don't know how to have conversation. I don't know. Oh man, I got all that. I took all that in. I was just listening because I knew that question was coming. I know that question was coming because I saw a show you did. But let me just before we get to that, I just want to let me just tell you this because I didn't get to tell you this um, last time we talked with you. I remember you was talking about the approachable thing. Like the first time I saw one of your um, talks, I was like, damn, man. She ain't playing no damn games. Like, she for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm like, yo, like, you know what I mean? Like, yo, like, look, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to be honest. I'm like, yeah. It's like the first time I saw it, I'm like, oh, nice looking black girl. I'm going to be honest. I'm like, oh, transparency. Oh, man, look at her. She bad. Then I hit the hit the little speaker thing. Oh, shit. Now, all that. So now me saying, oh, man, she bad. That's out the window now because she's saying she ain't playing no games. She see the bullshit before it comes. 
<laughs> so now I go to your page and I'm like, man, this would be a good talk. I could, I know I, cause I'm trying to elevate and I'm like, oh, this would be a good talk right here. Like she can teach me some stuff. So now I'm going through your videos, you know what I'm saying? And you telling it like it is, you know what I'm saying? I'm seeing everything about you. You can see a lot about you on your profile. Then, you know, follow me on TikTok, follow me on here, follow me on. So I go to that. Everything is the same. You don't change all your platforms. You stay Chrissy to go and you promote yourself. You invest in yourself. You are very transparent about everything from my first talk on my platform when I reached out to you. So it's like you be in your mode. It ain't that you ain't approachable. People just don't understand you enough to know that when you in your mode, let her finish. Because I remember you don't like to be disturbed, right? <laughs> so let she in her mode. When she's in her mode, let her talk. Don't interrupt. Let her finish. She's still waiting on your answer. If not, have a good day. Carry on. You know what I'm saying? She know who she loves. She know who loves her. But it ain't about that. She's speaking her truth. So <clears throat> on the approachable thing, it's like once people get to know you, just a little bit, they'll know that, hey, I know if they if they mind's right, like you said, good conversationalist people said think they mind's right, they know they can come to you, ask you advice. I've asked you advice. So I know, so I just wanted to touch in on that part right there. So that's I just wanted to say that. Yeah. Um, and with that too, that's a, that's why when I do these, and especially like I do when I, it's just me, I just do audio. I don't know if you've caught any of my audio um, shows, I but I just, I just do I probably audio. on Spotify. Yeah, I probably on Spotify. Okay, yeah. So yeah. I just do audio a lot. And I always say, like, grab you a notepad because when I get to going, I get to going and something. <laughs> And sometimes I'm here and then boom, that'll open another door or we just end up down this rabbit hole. I always try to come back up, but you got to grab a notepad. And that's just like even when I'm having a conversation, especially if it's something important, if it's a deep conversation, hold on, let me take notes because I don't want to interrupt you. But mm -hmm. I don't want to forget anything. I want to come back because this is something that needs to be addressed. This is something that we need to talk about. Um, so you gotta, you gotta have a notepad, especially when you're talking to me. <laughs> you're right, and you just gave me a good tip too, because you know, not only write down notes. Like I look at my notes, but you just, you just taught me something right then. Take notes on the show. So you can, if you want to do, if I want to blog, blog by myself, I got this to look at instead of being like, oh, what else did she say? What else did she say? He say. Exactly. So yeah, thank you for that. Thank you for that. No problem at all. No problem at all. So on that though, because that was my last question for you, because um, I did see you commented on it, and I I do want to know for from from men and black men, like I put it, I'm not a YouTuber. I said, honestly, let me say this, because I just said today, I think starting tomorrow, I'm going to put myself on a 30 day challenge, a 30 day YouTube challenge. I'm going to really promote my YouTube. I'm going to like it's going to be it's like a little just a little um, experiment to see how many followers I can gain on YouTube. And maybe then I'll get more into it. But what I do now when I upload my shorts or my reels, 
I I just shoot them over to YouTube. I shoot them over, shoot them over. That's just to build my platform because I know a lot of people are on YouTube. So I just want my content everywhere, but I'm not mm -hmm. big on it. I don't use it. I don't go on there. I don't do the whole live thing. I prefer the pre-record and things like that. But I mm -hmm. get a lot of feedback. When I when I upload my um my my shorts on YouTube, I get a lot of feedback and from people that don't even follow me. So like when I uploaded that, I got so I didn't even finish all the comments. I ain't gonna lie. I didn't wake up today. My allergies been all over the place. I woke mm -hmm. up at like noon and then I went back to sleep. I woke up at like one thirty or two o'clock, I think. But um I got a lot of feedback. I'm going to just say that. And they were saying like, oh, this sounds really racist. Or some people were like, well, why don't you ask your parents why they raised you um, to be this type of black woman or this or that, this or that. First off, I don't have those problems. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm with a black man. I love my black man. He loves black women. Actually, neither one of us. It's not, I don't think it's a belief or anything, but we just don't date outside our race. We mm -hmm. we are where we are. We're happy with where we are. But again, I don't think it's anything wrong with it at all. But my main thing is, why do you have to put Black women down in order for people to accept you? It's like, it's like you're, it's, it, to me, it's a little insecurity. You're not even really secure. That's my opinion. You're not really secure in dating outside of your race. So the only thing that you know is to put us down in order to make your situation look a little better. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it stems from past relationships. It could either be uh, uh, something that happened in school, uh, Keisha mm -hmm. or Shaquana or whoever. They wasn't giving you the attention that you wanted back then. So now mm -hmm. you bitter, you bitter towards every black woman, and all you can say is, "Oh, I don't like black women, I don't date black women, black women are this or that or that or this, and all these negative things from the relationships or the black women that you personally encounter." That's like me saying I've I've encountered a lot of black men that were not my cup of tea, that were not up to par. I know that all black men are like those black men that I've dated or that I've experienced. So I'm not going to I'm not going to put all of y'all in one bucket and be like, oh, they all the same. They all do this. They all talk like this. They all, you know, they none of them take care of their kids. I can say all of these things, but that's not that's not reality. You're right. You're right. Oh. So, uh, so I mean, so now you want me to is this the what's the what? Tell me the question one more time. Why do you fit? Do, first off, do you date outside of your race? Yes, ma'am. Okay, yes, ma so perfect. Are you <laughs> are you one of those? Oh, it's a gnat in here. Are no. you? Oh <laughs> uh, no, ma'am. I am not the type to oh uh, like I do date. I am a uh. I am one of those, uh, and I don't want this to sound corny, you know what I'm saying? I'm like one of those don't see no color people in situations like this, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm one of them type, like when it's time to see, when it's time to see, I'm, I got four eyes, I got four eyes, so I'm looking, but you know, like, let me say this right, let me, let me, let me marinate. Um, to the brothers that don't 
date to black females and they and they have a problem with the black females. In my opinion, I feel like it's they haven't learned them enough. They haven't learned enough. They don't respect them enough. Uh, they don't see their side of the world enough. It ain't got nothing to be about. It ain't got nothing to do with feminine, nothing, masculine, nothing. Just look at what they got to deal with. Maybe you haven't, maybe or possibly, or just it is what it is. You're in an area where you don't get out much. You see the same ladies. You see the same ones. You see the same ones that you say, no, 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 no. And you're looking for a different one that ain't your race that'll say yeah to you because all of them are going to say yeah to you. You know what I mean? And maybe it's a, what you said earlier, an insecurity. Maybe it's that. I went through a low confidence thing a couple, about two or three years ago because, you know, I just felt like I couldn't, I just felt like I wasn't, I just wasn't who I was. I just felt like I can't, you know what I mean? I can't, I don't know how, like, do I have, I forgot how to talk to women? Like, what is it? And then it's like black and white, white and black. Yeah, everywhere. I see them. I talk to all of them, friends. It's a personal thing to decide. The fellas, the brothers, they know how tough black women is. No hate on the white women now. I'm just saying, we're just talking black women right now. We know how tough the black women is. Look at your mamas, your grandmamas, and your great grandmamas. Look at what they had to go through. You know what I'm saying? They ain't, and I ain't saying any other race is easy, but men love easiness. You see that bad black queen walking with them, looking like she looking good, how she want to look good. Either you're going to get up and go speak to her or you're going to let her walk by. Don't wait for her to speak to you. A lot of men have that problem, too. They think the woman should say something to them first. Give them the sign that they can holler and get the number. Give them the sign that they can walk over there and flirt with you. I'm a, hey, use myself as an example. I walk in the store and that lady looks, hey, how you doing? So, 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 so. I'm going to walk over there and have a nice conversation with her. I ain't going to ask her for a number. I ain't going to ask her nothing like that. I'm just going to be like, all right, man, good to see you. Talk to you next time. Next time I see you, then I'm going to come with the come on. You know what I'm saying? Just saying. Just, just, just to throw that out there. But you walk up to the black lady, she say no. Just respect her. Her saying no will make a brother hate the next five black females because he think that they all alike because they won't do what you want them to do. Maybe if you go to a different place where there are classier people, more positive mindset people, maybe you're just picking the wrong female. You know what I'm saying? This one black girl over here, black lady over here, just because she's throwing it, drinking shots, don't mean that the next one going to. You just gotta, you gotta yeah. be better. You gotta be your, your perception your perspective, where you're at, you got to be better at it. You know what I'm saying? But um, sometimes it's just a choice. Basically, it's really all just a choice. So it's like if you want to date outside your race and you can maintain and manage no destruction, no hatred, you both are building each other. If you don't date outside your race, that's fine too. My mama, she do not she ain't, she don't believe in interracial dating. Period. If it happened, it just happened. But she don't believe in it because she say problems are lower case when you're inside when you with your own race. 
yeah. on certain issues. You know what I'm saying? But um, I don't know if I answered your question good enough, but I know I definitely gave you some things to <laughs> to think about because I ain't gonna lie to you, Chris. I'm gonna tell you the truth. You know, I I was I used to be in that boat. Man, these black girls around here, key phrase around here, my area, because I see you. I meet Dark Sugar Podcast, my homegirl that's in uh, Cali making dolls. It's different. It, 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 the Kate Alabama black women's, yeah. hey, I've been here 40 some years. It's t- I got to venture out. I need to see what's, what's in Tennessee, what's in Georgia, what's in Nevada, what's in, I know you got some cousins. I ain't never met them before. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know I sound silly, but I'm just saying no, sometimes no. people need to think like that instead of just hating. Instead of just putting a wall up against one of the most endangered species ever created in life, which was the black woman. Yes. So um, I know that was a long way to answer with a little comedy in it, but you know what I'm saying? That's just how I really feel about that situ- type of situation. No, and I think you gave a very good answer. And that's my thing, too. I think it's just all about preference. There's nothing wrong with preference. There's nothing wrong with liking what you like. And like you said, when you date, you don't you don't see color. You just see a beautiful woman or a very intellectual, intelligent woman. That's what you see. And so I'm not who's to say if I was ever single and I came across somebody like that, because keeping it real, I see some good looking white men all the time and it's like that's not my preference Mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean that i would maybe be open to it you know but i just think it's like why when you pick why is it why are you picking color Mm -hmm. why are you picking skin tone like that doesn't define a a woman or a man there's Mm -hmm. a lot of black women that do like i said in the video that do a lot of the same things that mexicans whites Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all these other races they do the exact same thing and i also stress that because i talked about this on one of my episodes like how you said expand your horizon leave where you're at the only reason you're seeing or meeting the same type of men or women is because you're stuck in the same place yep Get up, get out and expand and look for people outside of like, because those people really, they came from just where you came from. So what about how people are looking at you? They're probably viewing you the same way that you're viewing these people that, you know, y'all all a product of the same environment. Yes, I don't ma'am. I don't think people are are really transparent when it comes to things like that. They're just so stuck on what they want. It's just all about them, 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 what they want, what they feel. And it's it's a bigger picture. I understand. It's a bigger picture. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> and, and, you know, I also I want to throw one more little thing on it. It seemed like it ain't never, it seemed like it's never, and this for for all of us now, not just the, the separation of the men and the women. And But it seemed like whenever it's black, white, either way, then that's when the interracial thing gets spoke. But like if it's a white man and a Chinese lady, if it's a black lady and a Mexican man, you know what I'm saying? If it's when they say black, white, either way, man, woman, whoever black, whoever white, then let's talk about interracial date. But it seems like when it's another culture, uh, 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 Indian and Mexican, they don't say nothing about no interracial. Chinese and African. They don't say nothing about no interracial. 
white and Mexican, they don't say nothing about interracial. Black or, and Chinese. Go or, ahead. In all honesty, maybe they do, but guess what? We're not within their race or their so we don't know what's going on in their household and how they raise their kids up and what they believe they i'm pretty sure they do the same exact thing not all of them just like not all of us like you say your mother feels one way my mom feel like that too my dad feel like that too mm -hmm. don't don't bring them don't bring them up over to my house or nothing like like that's how they mm. feel they have trust issues but guess what it's because of the time that they come from and right. what they're used to. So they're stuck in that that trust issue stage with other races. Mm -hmm. But then there's also people that are very open to it. We mm -hmm. have interracials within our family and we love them the same. But, you know, it's, it's like some people are like this. Some people aren't. Some people right. believe in this. Some people don't. There's a lot of things that I believe in that I don't believe in that I teach or tell my kids. A lot of other people don't. Yes, it, it doesn't apply to just one subject, one race, one, one it, it, you know, it's just we people be too stuck in like what we experience, what we're experiencing, what we're dealing with. Like it's just worldwide and it's not. That's the point of getting out and really learning the world. Yes, and I wish more people did that, but they don't. And, you know, that's another story. But, you know. <laughs> But I am so glad that you did come on and we could have this conversation. I really appreciate it per usual. Yes, I ain't gonna lie, I almost canceled on you <laughs> this morning. <laughs> but I'm like, cause I just I just could not get out of bed. Like my daughter, she just started her job today. Um, okay. she was already in training. So she woke up or woke me up at like um eight. And she had to be to work at like 9.45. So I had to get her to work. And then I just lay back down. And then my granddaughter, she down there. But uh, my boyfriend's son is over. So he pretty much, they be giving him the blues when, when it's a house full. So I just felt like I could sleep in. I never get to sleep in on, on my off days. And usually I work on Saturdays. I work like half the day. So it's like, I don't really, I don't know why every Friday I say, thank God it's Friday, knowing I'm doing overtime on Saturday. But I was just like, I got time to sleep in and I'm going to do it. I didn't expect to sleep that late, but it felt good. And I think it had yeah. a lot to do with my allergies. So I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this, but I just went upstairs, got it together, got it together. <laughs> so I definitely too, appreciate it for real. And, you know, <laughs> I am going to play that little game that I stole from you. Oh, you right. got it. <laughs> yeah, we gonna play that real quick. Okay, okay. I'm actually about to revamp it. I'm about to revamp it and go like a little deeper on some topics, but I do. Okay. Wanna... Um, boop, 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 boop. honesty or kindness? I'm gonna go with honesty. Honesty. Oh, and reason why? Just because uh, I'd rather you tell me the truth than lie to me and I find out later. Right, right. Um, love or lust? Oh man. Um, I'm gonna go with love because I as I get older, lust only lasts a few minutes. Love lasts way longer and it's more uh, satisfying, it fills your belly up better. I like love better, so I'm gonna go with love. Do you have kids? 
Yes, ma'am. I got one daughter. Okay. She's twenty. She's, she's twenty-two. So you know she's okay. grown, but she's still baby girl. Okay, I'm gonna I'm say that one. <laughs> good time or a long time? Wow, that's a good one. Ooh, wee, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Ooh, Chrissy, that's a fucking good one. Chrissy, excuse my language. That was a good one right there. <laughs> long time or good time? Man. I'm in for a good time, not a long time, you know. I <laughs> man, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with because the, 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 I'm gonna go with good I'm gonna go with good time. I'm gonna go with good time. I'm gonna go with good time. I think good time. Yeah, good time. Good okay. Time. Lied to or cheated on? Being lied to or being cheated on? Oh Lord Jesus. They both is almost the same, but they ain't. They go hand in hand. <laughs> but I would rather somebody lie to me than cheat on me. Because if you lie to me, I'm gonna try to figure out, understand why you lied, and not and not give you that chance to lie to me no more. But cheating on me is different, cause you know what I'm saying. We holding hands. In the mall, you can't do me like that. No, you can't do that to me. You go, we, we, we you love, we, no, uh-uh, I'm gonna go with lie. Seems like a, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> um, would you prefer to meet new people or rebuild old relationships? Wow, that's a great one. You good at this, Chrissy? Um, man, that's a good one. That's one I never even thought of, and I done went through both of those, like right now. <sighs> Okay, I'm gonna go with meet new people because sometimes letting go is the best thing to do. Love is letting it go too. I learned that yesterday. Love is also letting it go. So I'm gonna go with meeting new people because if I meet somebody new, I already know from past mistakes, friendships and blase networking, not to do this, not to do that, not to say this, not to show this keep this friendship right here and as long as it's right here it's always going to be a good friendship so I'm going to go with that that's good that's good uh, do you prefer call or text calls or text I prefer texting I prefer texting because I can't stand no inbox Facebook ringing when I'm driving at work I, I, sometimes mama call at the wrong time all the time so I'm going to go with texting I'm gonna go with Does it depend though? Does it depend on the person? True, because if it's my, cause most time when mama call at a certain time, I'm like, hold on, she don't usually call me. Let me hurry up and answer this. And I'll put down whatever I'm doing at work. Uh, my mama, my daughter, and uh, a bill collector that I know I'm rooting from. <laughs> yeah. Um, beauty or brand beauty. brains? Brains. Oh, uh, beauty is in the eye. Of, so I'm gonna go with brains because I would rather somebody smart be able to work themselves out of a situation than somebody beautiful not even be able to get out of a situation or not even know the first step, not even know to ask somebody, What do I do? So I'm gonna go with brains. Okay, uh, would you prefer to? foresee the future or change the past change the past 
change the past. And then with that, would you prefer to read minds or know the future? Read minds. Because if I could read that mind, I'll save myself embarrassment. If I read, if I read that mind, I'll know not to go left, not to go right. So yeah, I say read that mind. Right, right, right. Um, buh, 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 buh. TV or music? Music. Do you watch a lot of TV at all? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a way up surfer. Like I surf the way up a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like I usually, I got a nice little computer screen, so like I tippy tippy tap and watch movies and stuff like that. And uh. That's where I watch a lot of my podcasts and stuff. So if I guess if you can, you know, I do watch the series and the shows, but just TV all day long. No, ma'am, I do not. I'd rather listen to music all day. Gotcha. And would you prefer to teach or learn? Learn. Because if you, if I can be taught, I can show someone else that missed the notes. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather learn because if I can learn something from you, and another podcast and another part and another if I can learn from y'all and then not copy but just stay um mindset you know yeah. what I'm saying like like you know what I mean like because you're strong behind the mic I'm nice behind the mic I need to be stronger you know what I'm saying like I need to like care but not care more to let out inner feelings because yeah. I'll get upset about something and not talk about it, and then I'll get cool, and then it just wither away. And it's like sometimes it's best to beat your chest and get it out, and you be getting yours out. I'm trying to learn that more. Yeah. Consist yeah. consistently, consistently. No, that's so real. I was um, I was having that conversation with my mother as well, um, because she feels like I'm too open and honest about things that I experience. But like I tell her, I feel like you're not open enough. And I feel like me being open, uh, me coming out of my shell, I feel like this has made me better. It's made me way better. And I think, you know, it helps me. And with helping me, with helping yourself, you always can help others as well. Um, so, yeah, you're right about that. And definitely stick to that. Definitely continue on to that. But mm -hmm. uh, tell the people where they can find you. I, yeah, tell the people where they can find you and all that good stuff. All right. Well, um, if y'all um ever want to check me out, uh check me out on Instagram at always cooks twenty four and on YouTube at Cooks Full Bash Trial. I hit it, baby, I hit it, baby. I know. Right. Uh, I'm a so uh, uh yeah, check me out on Instagram, always cooks twenty four podcast on IG or Cook Madden on Facebook or YouTube. Come check me out. Positive mindset person. I love to have fun. I love to joke. I just love people regardless. Anybody that's building, creating, I am a fan. Period. Period. And that's how it is. I feel the same way. And y'all know where y'all can find me. It's all scrolling down at the bottom. It is Chrissy the Goat on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Right. And it's Chrissy underscore two times on uh my main Instagram and then also on Twitter. And thank you guys so much for tuning in today. Thank you again for coming on. This was great. And I will be seeing you soon.
The goat, the goat, the 